Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Unboxed, the podcast where we unravel the heart and soul of branding, marketing, and technology. I'm your host, AJ, and today we have someone with us who have a wealth of experience in the field of communication and marketing. She's the founder of Market Buzz International, a local PR firm, and a dedicated contributor to SME 10X, um, where she shares insights on industries, people, and technology. With a career spanning over 30 years, she's been driving, she's been the driving force behind the success of various SMEs in the region and played a pivotal role in launching new products and services. She's also deeply passionate about helping tech-focused B2B business with PR and communication. Please join me in welcoming Mita Srinivasan. Thank you for joining us today, Mita, and welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm interested. I hope the intro was okay. That was a bit overwhelming. I sort of get taken aback when I see that kind of intro. But right. yeah, you're very kind. Uh, thank you. So, uh, Mita, we, we spoke a couple of days back, uh, and I want to start off with that. Uh, because you are a veteran in the PR space and um, there was something that you um, t that we talked about that caught my attention um, and you said uh, during our conversation that you know PR is not what it used to be it's evolved it's changed you know there's a lot more because when generally uh, I, I can understand I can relate to what you're saying but generally when people think about PR they're normally thinking about traditional press or something around those lines so in your own words can you describe what you meant when you what what you mean when you say that you know PR has evolved uh, I, I would just like for you to explain it in a, in a little bit more detail so PR per se has not evolved in the sense that a sense of PR is the same. A PR is about managing your reputation and the public perception of who you are as a business or a company or a person that you want to portray. What has changed though is how we get there. We normally it was always about media relations were absolutely on the top of the list it's still quite an important part of that topic list. but what has changed is the kind of list that we have the kind of platforms that we use for this and so your way of reaching out to your to your target audience to the people that you want to have that conversation to you don't have to just use normal media mm -hmm. anyway you can use uh, your social media platforms mm -hmm. you can use it and not do a sales pitch you're talking pr so mm -hmm. we're talking about things that matter image, yeah. your image your messages your key ethics the mm -hmm. things that you stand for and something you talked about yes uh, sorry to cut you off uh, because w when something that we talked about just yeah. now before the show is you said even customer services PR yes. even uh, sustainability I mean like uh, any initiative that you do yeah we forget that the RPR uh, spokespersons are not just the the guy who owns the business or girl who owns the business but also the people who are in your team they represent you when they go out in their societies that represents your company they people might say you know you're doing business with people but you also know who that person represents you know so that person represents your company are they talking the right thing are you informing them that is pr are you keeping your team informed of things that you're doing with your business do they know everything that you're doing 
are they behind you? Do you need to keep them? Even more for things like businesses like startups, etc. You have a very up and down tough schedule anyway. If you don't have your team behind you, being your advocates as well out there. They don't have to talk to the media. The media needs to be only the persons who are qualified to do it, to talk to the media. But when you're talking to the rest of the community as far as PR is concerned, that it's important. You need to have PR needs to be so many different levels now, so many different layers. And you've got to make sure when you have a, a marketing campaign or anything, you need to understand what message are you sending with exactly. this. Exactly. Exactly. Um, touching about what we do, branding. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, this is, I can clearly understand what you're trying to say, because when, when it comes to branding, building a brand, strong brand culture, you know, making sure that your people, uh, you know, are aligned to your values, they speak the same language, they, they, they connect on the, on the same lines, it's crucial. Because even when, you, when we talk about, it's not something that you can train, they need to believe in, in your cause or your... Absolutely. You know, yeah, yes. And that, this is what, so in PR, we have what we call internal communications, which is within your team and within your thing and your little ecosystem. But we also have external ones, which is your media, your social media, all of that. So PR has to be aligned on both levels. And before we only had media, people had things like, you know, print bean. I remember a long time ago when I, when people used to say, but it's online, I want it on print. (laughs) Print doesn't. I'm sorry, print is dying. Yeah. <laughs> Let's I, I, just I, I, I just uh, figured that out when you said you don't have your business card. There's <laughs> <laughs> a point, yeah. is there? Yeah. Yeah, I mean that, that that's it is true, and 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 the conversation of the business card led led us to sustainability, and then we talked a lot about sustainability, because uh, and this is something I want to touch upon because as when working with brands, um, something that every brand want to uh, communicate is that they are a sustainable brand, but they really rarely know what sustainability means. They just want to, uh, to jump on the band, bandwagon because it's it's a hot topic right now. And because of that, uh, the word sustainability itself has lost some of its, uh, you know, uh, people don't really understand what it means anymore. And when you say, and then, and then we talked about how, uh, you know, sustainability is not easy as a brand or a business. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you understand there are costs involved. If you are a sustainable brand and if you stick to sustainability, there are costs in terms of production. If you're a production, if you're producing, if you're making manufacturing something, there are production costs, the sourcing of materials, the process itself has to be sustainable. The carbon footprint has to be, um, you know, uh, has to be taken care of. Uh, so, and that's that's what led us to this conversation, right? And this is also part of uh, 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 people are using sustainability just as as a PR tool, uh, yeah, yeah, or or uh, image building, but they really don't believe in it. Yeah. So the, people are getting smarter these days. Mm. Okay. So when it comes to PR and stuff, things like sustainability is very very key at the moment because mm. your target audience that's out there. Mm-hmm. There are more and more people that are conscious now of sustainability, and that doesn't necessarily mean just climate change. Mm-hmm. It means how well are you using your resources? Mm-hmm. Uh, because that means that you're saving money. Mm-hmm. You're saving resources, you're saving money, you're saving the climate, you're reducing your footprint because you're making better. Mm-hmm. It's what we call the circular economy. It's mm-hmm. very much part of sustainability. Mm-hmm. But what businesses don't realize, it, yeah, it's a tick box, mm-hmm. but in the long term, it will also gonna help the planet it helps mm. your brand it helps your 
the visibility of your reputation mm. of what you're doing there mm-hmm. and the next generation of customers they, that are out there they are very conscious of the fact that we are not leaving a a planet mm. in 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 distress to them exactly. and so their loyalties are going to be with people who have a sustainable program mm. who can prove that they are being uh, exactly. judicious with their resources exactly and that's what it is and that's good pr as well it's exactly. not a question of just writing a press release and sending it out yes. but you have to practice what you preach exactly. you have to deliver on what promises you make exactly. and that's and it makes business sense as a yes. business owner i think it makes sense true True. Because if you're making better use of your resources, mm-hmm. you're saving yourself money and time, mm-hmm. and then that can be used for something else that you want to really do. True, true, and 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 this is something that we 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 have this exercise like when we when people say or when companies or brands come to us and say, oh, we want to be seen as a sustainable. So we we ask them to define like what does sustainability mean to you as a brand? You know, how do you define sustainability? It's not is it just about cleaning beaches and you know putting pictures on. So Social, social media or is does it mean more than that because it's a commitment that you have to make uh, and it's a long term commitment and, and and has an impact absolutely so, yeah so that's basically what we try to educate them and then because if you if you if you if that is part of your values or if that is part of your brand you really need to be serious about it you can't just use it uh, for the sake of using it right yeah it's not a bo- box ticking exercise <laughs> yeah true at well. least not anymore yeah exactly not at the state the planet's going <laughs> The uh, Mira, you worked with a uh, uh, lot of B two B brands, and that's one area that you really specialize in, uh, as opposed to B two C. And uh, you focus a lot on the tech side of things, I believe. Yeah, right? I started with a lot of yes. tech businesses. Yes, and I, I'm sure you've you've helped them uh, with their communication, with your image, with their image, and and, and all everything related to that. Uh, what one pain point I see is like when I go to a website. so many companies you know doing so well but if you go to their website if you read their messaging if you read their uh, what they have to say uh, it's just you know it's some copywriter r- writing something that is overused recycled does it, i don't i don't think the owner even reads uh, what what is written on Probably there not. yeah exactly so how important is uh, is 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 clear business communication active uh, uh, important for a business Oh you've touched on one of my favorite bug bug bears mm. websites mm. seriously mm. i mean a lot of these businesses do not align what they put on their website mm. with what they really do mm-hmm. uh, they don't actually when it comes to media as well for example you know a media journalist want to do a lot of research they go to the website and they can tell when it's just fluff <laughs> oh yeah yeah and there's no substance makes your job uh, so difficult right <laughs> <laughs> it's their jobs as well so difficult you want to get pr out of the thing yes. you don't have to put a whole story out there but you need to put stuff that really is mean that passion needs to come through yes. that passion for your business for what you stand for what you deliver needs to come through mm-hmm. you need to be able to make sure that you empower that that there it's easy for them to find out mm-hmm. information about you mm-hmm. and 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 website is one one area of interface with people people don't have people are on social media but don't have complete information and profile filled filled out mm-hmm. on their linkedin page for mm-hmm. example or twitter or instagram mm-hmm. how do people get in touch with you mm-hmm. nobody knows how to do that that's bad pr exactly if people can't get in touch with you to find out more about who you are and what you stand for mm-hmm. 
what are you doing? Mm. You don't have to be selling to people all the time. That's the other thing that I have a bugbear about. Mm-hmm. You know, they communicate on on their social media and on their website, and all they're doing is just selling mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sell, it, it, that's not <laughs> good PR. Yes. You need to be able to talk about, share information, share updates, look at blog posts which talk about things that you feel passionate about that you can actually do that benefit people Mm -hmm. and that will bring you the right kind of PR and the right kind of people as well exactly Exactly. and that's that's very 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 important as well yeah one thing I really liked about uh, our discussion last time was uh, when I talked to you about personal brands and uh, do you uh, um, you know work with uh, you know brands that uh, you know uh, basically image yeah. building uh, you mentioned that uh, no i don't work unless i know the person in out inside out because that's really important for me and i i really appreciate that answer you know it's an it's an important thing part of being mm. pr client as mm. well even mm. with brands uh, mm. for example for me i'm very particular that i will never work with competing brands mm-hmm. it's not fair mm-hmm. because as a pr agency you have to learn so much more information because mm. you have to you're a consultant exactly you you can't have conflicting clients in that particular space. True. You need to be able to support that client, be able to help them mm-hmm. to master their areas. Mm-hmm. I would never take a conflicting clients unless, you know, I had, even if I had printing, it just doesn't work right because mm-hmm. there's a lot of information that's there and if they're in in, in competition, it's mm-hmm. not fair mm-hmm. to either of them, true, right? True, true, And so, yeah, so, and I also, it's a partnership. Mm-hmm. When you're a PR thing, you're, you need to have an element of trust. And mm-hmm. that's why that personality ethics exactly. uh, and that, that rapport is very, very important. And that's what I really appreciated uh, when you said that, because uh, that shows how authentic, uh, you know, uh, how, uh, how, how you approach your work uh, in a very authentic way. And, and I really um, appreciate that. Um, one thing I want to touch upon is like, Okay, uh, when when it comes to PR or when it comes to image building, we always think that we have to push content, we have to be genuine, we have to talk about things. But what about, uh, you know, something that is uh, the opposite? Like, for example, I'll just give you an example. Uh, You know, in last year, during the Oscars, you know, there was an incident where, you know, uh, Will Smith went and smacked uh, Chris Rock on the face and uh, millions of people around the world were watching. And... uh, uh, so it was kind of a nightmare situation, unexpected. It was not in the script. Uh, so that, what is that? Is it a good PR or a bad PR? And if it is a bad PR, how do you manage? It's kind of a crisis, right? How do you manage it's that? It's called crisis yeah. comms. And yeah. that's part of the thing is that yes. we need to have a strategy for emergencies like that. Yes. And in those cases, the first thing that a lot of brands want to do is run away and hide. That doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't work. You sure. need to have... Uh, be honest, be approved. The thing, if you if it's uh, something that requires a legal, uh, the same, then yes, you need to rely on your legal. But you need to have a proper statement. You mm. need to be genuine when you come to re- reacting mm. to this, and mm. that's very very important when it comes mm. to crisis communications. Mm. I had a client a long time ago when I was in the early stages of my business, and unfortunately, because for whatever reason, one of his co-founders, it was a, his brother was connected to that whole scandal that came out of Malaysia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you remember yeah, yeah, about yeah, the yeah, bomb yeah. baths yeah, exactly, and the nuclear exactly, baths. Exactly. There was a massive thing. Yeah, yeah. One of those brothers was actually one of my clients, right, okay. one of the client there. Right. And so I was getting chased by a lot of international journalists. Yes. And I told my client very clearly, 
you have to give me a statement that I can give to them. I can't keep fobbing them off. Mm-hmm. Because the, the problem is that what people don't realize is that when you're in a crisis, if you do not give a clear statement to the, to the mm-hmm. media, mm-hmm. they're either going to look around and see what other people are saying from your company, and exactly. there will be a few of those, exactly. which, you know, say, which is not going to be from the horse's mouth, mm-hmm. or they're going to very plainly put down over there. If you see a newspaper that comes up and says, so-and-so person has declined to comment, mm-hmm. what do you say? They're hiding something. Exactly, exactly. And that's the opposite of what you want as it is saying. So it's always better to have a clearly Open crafted up, yeah. comment. Make sure you deal with it head on and do it. Properly. All right. Okay. If you need legal advice, get legal advice. But make sure you have a statement. Do not do the no comment thing. Yeah. Unless it's absolutely... You have no comment. <laughs> then, <laughs> then there is no yeah. thing. But usually, with something like this, we all have a comment, right? Yeah, yeah, but we make sure that it's in the best interest of the company. True, true. We had a very interesting client. I think two years back. Uh, I think some of my team members will remember it. So he was. I, I don't want to disclose which company yeah, he was working not. with, but uh, he was a very, very, very senior person in uh, a top-notch airline in the region. And uh, the thing was, he was working, he was, he's always been working in the airline industry. And then he was moving on from the, his current job to another airline. And, but the only thing was, challenge was, when you search his name, everything that comes up on Google, <laughs> the first page of Google, is about how he laid off so many people in his previous job, you know. <laughs> so uh, he came to us with this uh, situation. And then uh, we did some SEO stuff to push some good stuff about him is that the right way to approach to i'm just asking you as an expert well the uh, thing is that you can't run away in yeah. this digital age mm. i always tell clients mm. is that don't put something out there that you're going to regret mm. you got to think about that mm. kind of stuff because they stay mm. this day in digital age whatever i've done the mm. 10 years ago is still on online <laughs> okay if it was digital it's yeah. still online yeah it's going to happen. Yeah. And depending on how many people clicked on it, it will go up in the rankings, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And people people are morbid. They love mm. controversial stuff. So controversy. they'll go in that. So those stories always get the same. Okay. You can't do much about it. It's there, whether True. you like it or not. So what you've got to be careful is you be careful now with exactly. what you're doing. And for companies, it's even more. Mm. You need to be careful about how you say it, what you say. You, that's why That's why when you talk about talking to media, we always talk about having somebody who's media trained. Mm-hmm. You know that you make sure that the person says what he's what is what is right mm-hmm. and what is verified. Mm-hmm. You don't just pluck numbers out of a, out of thin mm-hmm. air because that's going to come back and bite oh, you yeah. if it doesn't come oh, through. Yeah. Except uh, except if you're Donald Trump, I guess. Yeah, well, it comes back to him and you don't care what he says. <laughs> so, um, uh, one one thing I want to um, uh, touch upon is like. Um, um, something that is very, uh, you know, I'm passionate about uh, technology, and I think you you oh, you are in the tech techni- technology space as well. What's happening? Uh, you know, there's a lot of disruption happening. There's a lot of uh, rapid evolution of technology, um, and especially, you know, uh, we Chat have GPT. a yeah, ChatGPT. We have a communication team, and uh, you know, they're, they're also kind of skeptical on what's happening with the this thing, uh, what's happening out there. So. What do you say uh, to to basically people who are in um, jobs that 
that you know um, that you feel that your chat gpt can uh, you know have, will have a significant Im- impact on in the near future how do you oh, what how do you address that what well, thing is chat gpt is not the only thing that's mm. around i mean chat gpt is the one that we all talk about yeah. but there's lots of other tools. other what tools out there bard has it a whole bunch of mm. other it's here whether mm. you like it or not it's mm. here mm. so the idea is to embrace it mm-hmm. and make the best of it mm. don't let it dictate everything to you for me at the moment it is still learning mm. it's still learning from everything that you feed in mm. so as i said if you we say garbage in garbage out so mm. if you put in rubbish uh, prompts you're going to get rubbish out of it mm. but what i would say to a lot of people who can it's a great tool mm. to do research to create outlines of something that you want to work mm. in but fill in and take the missing to do the research to make double check to look mm. at other places look at external sources mm. to make sure that the information that's in there mm-hmm. is properly verified and checked before mm-hmm. you actually use it again mm-hmm. you see what i mean mm-hmm. i would say absolutely embrace it i w- mm-hmm. i would embrace everything but embrace it before you use it in the company mm-hmm. maybe use it as your personal so you feel comfortable with it mm-hmm. you could feel confident with it build mm-hmm. your confidence bend your thing create the stories and then realize okay you know what this i can work mm-hmm. then do it with one or two um, uh, examples mm. with your with your business before you actually start using it again mm. but i would say absolutely embrace new stuff mm. uh, yeah i mean I, i'm of the same opinion as uh, what you're saying and what, what one of the challenges that we are facing is clients are coming back to us and saying oh i found this uh, like, like this is what chat gpt is saying what is your take so they're actually being the i mean everybody's using chat gpt yeah. or similar tools ai tools that is out there in the market so it becomes um a you know this is something that every every company every person has to think evaluate and understand and then see how we can navigate this and and i really believe in what you said and i'm really aligned to what you said is you have to embrace it and then you have to fill the gap because uh, ai is not perfect yeah. uh, there are still mistakes uh, of course maybe in some some day it'll be perfect but as of now i think um it it has gaps and that's where you know you bring in your emotion you bring in your uh, expertise and then you know uh, fill that gap absolutely yeah. so the thing this is one of the things that i always say mm. to uh, some of my clients mm. even when i'm picking a client i wanted to say is that client respect employing me because he of my expertise in which mm. case they should let me do my job they mm. do theirs i would not interfere in their business running of their business mm. because they know their business in and out mm. the same way i do mm. the same thing with chat gpt if mm. you're creating content in there yes you have to trust it to some extent but you got to trust yourself because mm. at the end you have you it's your name that is going to be behind that piece of content that mm. you put out there mm. and if it doesn't if it doesn't resonate and if it's not correct with you as your personality because all of us have a personality mm. right true and that's what needs to be it needs Even to be even brands original. have personalities yeah of course yeah of course and quite often they take on the personality of whoever the founder is and whatever their cultural ethics are for the business exactly, right exactly and and so that 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 needs to resonate through it and mm. the only person that can make do that thankfully is still the human right yeah, yeah absolutely so the human element needs to be in all of it mm. true true but embrace technology embrace technology yeah, why yeah. not if it's there to make your life easier Mm, you can close your eyes but it it's going to still be there i mean yeah. you open your eyes right <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so um i i guess i don't have any more questions uh thank you mira for uh, joining us today it was yeah, wonderful it was really lovely talking to you 
and uh, I hope we can have you some uh, other time for another episode. Absolutely, <laughs> always. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Maybe Thank laugh you. as well. <laughs> Thank you guys uh, for listening to tuning in, and um, our podcast is available on all major platforms. Don't forget to subscribe, and uh, see you in the next episode.